Welcome to the Rooflines podcast, the weekly podcast produced by Virginia Realtors, where you get real talk about real estate in Virginia. Each week, we break down trends in the housing market and make sense of what's going on in Virginia's real estate industry. Today, we're going to dive into the new construction market. We've all seen how strong demand is in communities around Virginia and how tight the inventory situation is. So why is the new construction market not playing a larger role in filling the supply gap? What is impeding the new home market? Hi there, and welcome to Rooflines. I'm Lisa Sturdivant, Chief Economist with Virginia Realtors, and I'm here, as always, with Ryan Price, the Association's Deputy Chief Economist. Hey there, Ryan. Hey, Lisa. Interesting topic today. Oh, definitely. We've been hearing a lot about this, the the new construction market. Yep, I get it all the time. You know, we get lots of questions about why the new construction market is so limited, even with the strong demand that's out there. You know, it's all over the news too, you know, new construction woes. And uh, we're seeing it play out in local markets here in Virginia as well. So let's unpack this topic today and get right to it. Why isn't more new housing being built? Well, there are quite a few factors, you know, influencing this. Uh, But maybe let's focus on uh, the top five constraints facing new home construction. Okay, that sounds really good. Um, I'll start us off. Um, One of the biggest constraints right now that builders are facing, not only here in Virginia, but across the country, is a shortage of key building materials. That's right. Uh, Such a big constraint. You know, most builders can't find even enough of basic materials they need to complete their backlog of projects, let alone specialized materials. And, you know, according to the National Association of Home Builders, more than 90% of builders reported material shortages in 2021. That's almost all builders. You know, it's a really a widespread problem. Wow, that's pretty amazing. And I've heard even the most basic materials like lumber and steel are hard to come by. And we've all heard stories of the shortage of windows and doors taking six, seven, eight months, or even longer in some cases to get those materials. That's crazy. You know, this shortage is, it's really due to a wide range of factors such as you know, global supply chain disruptions, you know, shortages of uh, manufacturing labor across many industries, but then also the surge in demand, you know, that we had at the onset of the pandemic from the home remodeling boom, you know, that, that boom really took a, a big toll on the supply of materials. Yeah, there's so many things to consider with this one. Okay, so let's talk about another big constraint, labor shortages. Yeah, this is a huge one, and I don't think people really understand this one as much as they should. Yeah, it really is. You know, construction labor, um, it's so vital uh, to the industry. You know, even if you think about it, even if builders had all the materials they needed, projects would not get done without workers. It's been estimated that there are between 300,000 and 400,000 open and unfilled construction jobs each month on average. And so the reality is many construction workers, they're either retiring um, or they're finding new careers. You know, in addition to that, fewer and fewer young adults are opting for careers in construction. So while the pay, you know, it tends to be higher than some industries, the construction pay, um, there are many other options for people right now that have the same or higher wages. And this is largely due to the fact that labor shortages are really impacting nearly every sector. It sounds like the construction labor shortage might be more of a long-term constraint. Yeah, it sure seems that way, Lisa. You know, it will take a lot of kind of restructuring to fill the labor needs, you know, not only 
of the construction industry itself, kind of restructuring, but also ramping up the education and trades and kind of broadening the pool of people who want to work in construction related jobs. Okay. Yep. That's so true. Um, let's pivot now to a third constraint, which is the lack of buildable lots. And this is a pretty complex constraint because there are so many steps and layers that go into making a piece of land ready and permitted to have a home built on it. The single family market is especially impacted by this because the number of touch points in the review process for one housing unit is higher than it is, say, uh, for an apartment building where many units are approved at the same time. And there's just lots of steps to getting a lot ready. In addition to the physical grading of the land, the construction of infrastructure such as roads, sewers, and power often need to happen either in advance or in tandem with single family home construction. And all of these components require significant local government review and resources, and they are very time intensive for builders, for engineers, and for architects. So in other words, it's taking longer to get through the review process. And there's also a backlog of work, you know, for the private sector to have the plans drawn up and prepared for this local review. That's right. It, this is also a widespread issue. A recent survey of home builders found that nearly half of builders indicated that the supply of lots is low. And another third of builders said that the supply of lots is very low. So this isn't just a localized or even a regional problem. This is a nationwide issue. Wow, that's huge. So even if builders had enough materials and enough workers, it's still gonna take a while for the lot supply to catch up to the demand. Okay, let's touch on a, a fourth constraint now. And this one is, directly related to the first one that we mentioned about materials. So not only is there a shortage of materials, but the cost of materials have also increased significantly, which is impacting uh, the new home sector. So for example, you know, the cost of lumber has been rising rapidly, you know, driven by not only strong demand from the new home construction and remodeling sectors alike, but also from a limited supply, you know, and this is due to a wide range of challenges from the wildfires that we heard about to supply chain disruptions. In addition, cost increases from tariffs on lumber are also impacting the construction sector. The cost of other key materials like steel and copper have also gone up significantly over the past couple of years, along with many other materials. In fact, it's estimated that the overall price of construction materials jumped up 20% in 2021 compared to 2020. And this is complicating new home construction. And many builders, you know, they're struggling with the rising prices and how it impacts cash flow and also the bottom line. That's definitely a big one, the cost of, of materials. Um, and so now I want to talk about our fifth and final constraint on new housing production, and that's community opposition. This is often a powerful deterrent to new housing construction. Builders consistently cite community processes and community opposition specifically as the biggest impediment to building more housing. Some residents and communities across the state uh, become weary about building more housing due to the perceived impacts new housing could have on traffic congestion, on overcrowding schools. And they think that with more housing, there'll be a drain on their local services. Ah, yes, NIMBYism. Uh, which stands for not in my backyard. The NIMBY factor is a huge one, Lisa. 
At the local level, a few powerful NIMBY voices can make or break development proposals. And it's often not just concerns about traffic or schools, but also that many existing residents, you know, they don't want the character of their community to change or they don't want their community to grow. Okay, so let's recap. Um, the five largest constraints on the new home sector are material shortages, labor shortages, lot shortages, the rising cost of materials, and community opposition. That's a lot of shortages, a lot of constraints. It sure is. Um, now, the good news, if there is any in all of this, um, is that even with these multi-layered challenges, we have seen housing starts pick up over the past year. And this is largely due to the strong demand that's out there in the market. You know, 2021 was a pretty strong year for housing starts in Virginia. They were up 27% over 2020. And then similar with building permits, they were up about 14% in 2021 compared to 2020. But even with this double digit growth, you know, the amount of new homes being built is not nearly meeting the demand that's out there in the market. And this is a big issue that will likely remain uh, with us for a while. And we'll be sure to keep monitoring the new home sector and let our listeners know if we see any movement with this. I know we're all hoping construction activity picks up. Yes, that's for sure. You know, anything that can help the current supply shortages uh, will be so important for the health of the housing market in Virginia. Also, if listeners out there want us to dig into this topic more, you know, or have questions or comments, feel free to email us at rooflines at virginiarealtors.org. Okay, everyone, stick around. I'm going to quiz Lisa. Let's see how she does. Okay, Lisa, are you ready for your quiz? I am. Bring it on. All right. So thinking about uh, new construction, the pipeline and new construction, do you know which two counties or cities in Virginia had the largest influx of approved building permits in 2021 compared to 2020. I am thinking that it's somewhere where there was a lot of multifamily apartment construction. Um, so I'm gonna guess Arlington. Yep, you got it. Arlington County had the most um, new building permits in the state. And actually uh, Prince William County had the second most. So Arlington had an influx of over 2,700 approved building permits in 2021 compared to 2020, and Prince William County had about 750 more permits than last year. And guess what? All of these additional permits in both counties were for multifamily residential units. That's really interesting. I mean, there definitely has been strong demand for um, rental housing in Northern Virginia. Okay, so here's another one for you. Which two counties or cities had the largest increase of single family detached building permits last year? Um, well, this is hard. I know the market in the Charlottesville area has been really busy. So I know you asked for two counties or cities, but I'm going to guess one. I'm going to guess that Albemarle County has had the largest increase in permits for single family construction last year. You know, that is a, a pretty good guess. It's been it's been busy in Albemarle, but um, it was actually Fairfax, Fairfax County um, and the city of Richmond. Those were the two uh, with the, the largest influx of single family detached permits. Fairfax County had over 300 more permits in 2021 compared to 2020. And then there were over 200 additional permits in the city of Richmond for single family detached homes. 
I'm really surprised at that Richmond number. That is super interesting, Ryan. Okay, that's it for this week. On our way out, here's your smart stat. A quick stat you can use to impress colleagues and clients. Today's number is 61,000. According to a study on the Bureau of Labor Statistics data conducted by the National Association of Home Builders, the construction industry needs more than 61,000 new hires every month. That's right, every month for the next several years to keep up with the growth and demand in the construction sector and to offset the flood of retirements and career changes that are currently underway in the industry. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you'll join us next week here on Rooflines, real talk about real estate in Virginia. And don't forget to subscribe to Rooflines on your favorite podcast platform. If you have ideas for future podcast topics, please email us at rooflines at virginiarealtors.org. See you next week.